You're listening to Biscuit Dough Radio. We tell the stories that nobody asked for. So you don't have to. And welcome to Biscuit Dough Radio. Uh, I'm pretty sure I peaked on that one. It was a good one, though. And I'm, that's the type yeah. of energy we are bringing to this episode. <laughs> you might be. I don't know if I am. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of energy, but I am not at work right now. And that is the energy I'm bringing to this. Oh, cracking my knuckles and elbows. I'm, my arm knuckles. I'm <laughs> what if your elbow had five knuckles Oof. i would be very articulate and then you could always you, you would always like get like you would like instead of like when you bump it into things they would get stuck in between the knuckles exactly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh man it has been ages since we've done one of these yeah and that is crazy to me we we might not know how to do it anymore i forgot most things yeah i'm surprised i i remembered to click record i uh i spent about a week uh in a coma not really but yes (laughs) (laughs) but uh that's that's what happened last week folks I, i was dying Chris, uh, you not, not, you have the constitution of um, a paper lantern. I don't. I don't go out in the world. Yeah. Uh, and then I work. And then I work a customer service job where people are nasty. Yeah. Well, you should. You should really try your best not to kiss every customer that comes into you. You know, service with a kiss. It's the best <laughs> way. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you next time. <laughs> I thought only I got that treatment. That's not fair. No, no that's the special treatment. That's a. It's going to be the real special treatment for that little uh, state highway lady that was. Okay, now okay, DMs. now you've got this creepy energy you're bringing to it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'll give her a kiss if she wants a couple. Oh my! She's right. talking like she wanted a couple. She could have a couple. You know what it is? I'll let you borrow my car. You can go drive really fast by her wherever get she caught, is yeah. and get caught. Yeah, pull. Uh, but that's what uh, Kristen Wiig did in Bridesmaids. Uh, when she upset the man from the IT crowd. Have you ever been on an airplane, Chris? No. Oh, then how did you watch Bridesmaids? Because I think that's the only place they actually show that movie anymore. Uh, I watched it intentionally multiple times because I like the funny part where they make poo-poo in their pants. (laughs) (laughs) If there was ever a reason to watch a movie, it's that. Uh, Yeah. It just feels right, though. This feels good. Well, um... Does it? Yes, and uh, welcome, listeners, to Biscuit Dough Radio. Uh, Welcome. This is a podcast where we tell the stories that nobody asked for. So that you don't have to, um, we take listener submitted prompts. I'm, I am repeating myself. I'm sure all of you that are listening are those that have been loyal to us thus far. Uh, but if you're a new listener, we, thanks for joining. If you're an old we listener, tell, we, we tell the stories that you don't have to. So you won't ask for them. So, so you don't, so you don't prompt. 
<laughs> That's good. good job you did it buddy um but yeah thank you for listening um and for sticking with us during these weird times where we have a hard time recording uh it's been sticky and at a reasonable hour um that being said uh um, reasonable hour it's a very reasonable hour it's just the day is the problem yeah, getting well, down the day yeah i know i mean an hour is within a day <laughs> Yeah, but what's a reasonable like? What's a reasonable hour? We're recording at a reasonable hour. We were trying to record at reasonable hours before, but life was uh, void of my life, uh, trembling uh, body. Uh, finds a way. Life uh, finds a bay. <laughs> how does he? How does he laugh? <laughs> 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 he laughs like he's trying to eat his own teeth. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps taking a bite when he goes. <laughs> oh man, I like it. I keep throwing my phone on my bed, so there might be some noises. I'm so sorry. I just I'm 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 fidgety. Well, stop. I will put it. I will put it somewhere far away. Okay. I did it. All right, cool. Uh, so we're gonna take some of those awesome prompts that have been submitted. Um, in recent past and use them to make awesome movie stuffs um well, <laughs> i thought you were just i thought you were gonna go like we take some prompt from awesome past to make movie <laughs> <laughs> did i say it that way yeah you said we take some prompt from awesome past and then you just started talking normal again <laughs> i said recent past thank you very much um, you know what you didn't say. <laughs> okay. Um, that said, uh, I know we had made a promise not long ago uh, to turn one of these stories we've told into a film. Obviously, uh, these are difficult times to, to get together. We can't uh, recruit a lot of people, and um, you know we're we're working on that. But it's going to take us a bit longer than originally anticipated. So just stick with us. We're definitely going to be shooting some films soon. Um, but, uh, you've still got time. I mean, that's, that's the good news of it. You have time yeah. to help us select the movie, um, that you can help us help you to help something. Yeah. I, I did get some inspiration from uh, a listener of ours who had mentioned that they'd like to see the film of, uh, the whisper where God forgets to take his push to talk off. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been cooking up some ideas for that. I think that might be one of the early videos we make. Cooking up the stew. I I'd have no idea what you said there. You got something cooking up in the stew. Oh yeah, sorry. Discord's not very friendly to strange voices. Like, I feel bad uh, for anybody who doesn't speak with like perfect clarity and diction because it's probably gonna oh, always yes. get cut out. Um, yeah. But anyway, yes, you can uh, help us decide, and we'll talk more about that at the end. But in the meantime, uh, I believe it's my turn to go first. Uh, so did you ever see? Did you ever see the video where the guy says, "Let's talk about trucks"? No. And then he's like, "Look at this big fucking truck." Expired me. You shut your fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert for those of you that also haven't seen that video. You he know. just gives a terrible PowerPoint about trucks. <laughs> Ex pardon me is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. I'm going to use that in my everyday life. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, bouquet and ex pardon me. Those are, those are my uh, go-tos. Yep. 
Can can you pick a movie for me to create here out of this? Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's what we're doing. That's um, that is what we. <laughs> that's loosely what we do here at this podcast. Um. Twinkie on Earth, brought to us by Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe, for submitting this. Uh, the last Twinkie on Earth. All right. Um. So the the world is going about as it always does. Um, commerce is continuing to thrive. People are purchasing goods and services. Um, the, the streets are alive with cars and, and uh, horn honks and all of the, of the things that you see in a bustling metropolis. Honk. And, uh, honk. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you always come through for me. Um, and uh, everything is, is just kind of going about, and we see our protagonist, a person who is um, late for work and is rushing to get their things together they get out the door they get stuck in traffic they're upset about it they stop at a a uh a little station like a storefront or something that's in the midst of this big city to go in and get uh their everyday uh routine which is um a a two-pack of twinkies and um some sort of beverage that they get and uh as they go in to get them they they purchase the Twinkies. Uh, it's the last one on the shelf. And they oh get their God. drink and they get in their car and they are driving to work. And as they're on their way to work, they turn the radio on, they're listening, and, you know, there's, there's like a traffic update and just kind of some random things that are going on and stuff. And then there's a breaking news bulletin that comes up that says um, that uh, there has been some sort of shortage within the Twinkie factory and that they have now become like a precious commodity that uh, they are uh, unable to produce anymore. And so if you have them, then you could, uh, you know, effectively leverage that to your advantage. You could make a lot of money off of selling these. But of course, this person cares more for the fact that they will be unable to get Twinkies air again. So air again. Yes, and um, you know it's kind of got them down. They they go into work and they're considering eating them. They you know you see like uh, a, a shot from the Twinkies perspective, which is sitting on the passenger seat, and you can see like the driver look down at them longingly, but then thinks better. What? This cat keeps smacking her tail on the microphone. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> so the the driver looks longingly, but thinks better of the idea of eating these because these may be the very last Twinkies that they get to eat. Well, they go about their day, and on their lunch break, um, you know, they they sit and they stare at these Twinkies and stuff. And to stop themselves from uh, eating them, they try to distract themselves. So they turn the TV on, and there's a breaking news bulletin that says um, that they actually got their original. Uh, news thing out what do they call those things 
story. Thank Bulletin? You. Yeah, they got the, the thing that the, the protagonist had heard earlier in the day uh, was actually too late. At that point in time, people were not aware that they were no longer a thing. And so everybody uh, has essentially, like, been rioting because they ate theirs. They never held on to theirs. And this protagonist quickly realizes that they very well could have the last Twinkies on Earth. Oh, you've got the final Twinkies. And, um, you know, they're they're considering, like, okay, so what do I do? Like... I could flip this. I could make a ton of money. I'm sure someone out there is desperate enough to buy all of them. But also, like, damn, I love these Twinkies. And so they think, you know what? Gotta have my pops. I'm gonna eat one of them. Because what are what are the true odds, like, that these would be the last Twinkies? So they eat that one, and they're like, man, that was good. And they catch themselves as they're about to eat the second one, and they remember, like, oh, shit, okay, yeah, I shouldn't do that. I should hold on to it at least until I know what's going on. And they they drive home and they're thinking about it, and then they turn the news back on, and the news is it it cuts to like a helicopter view of basically a city on fire, and um, people like rioting and going crazy over this idea that there are no more Twinkies and they are searching for all of them, and the government rolls in with these big trucks and stuff like that trying to um also like not only contain the the stuff going on but also they're searching for twinkies and so like over the course of the movie we find out that like the twinkies are essentially the glue that has held civilization together thus far and the reason that they i'm sorry the twinkie glue yes um and the reason that they had gone under in the first place was actually um like uh, a sabotage to try and dismantle the way that the world works um and it was the key component it was the illuminati um that was the producers of the twinkie and they actually took down the illuminati by way of destroying their their safe houses of twinkies and um so this person with the last twinkie uh realizes you know okay this is really real i need to like protect this thing and they get a knock at the door and they go to the door and they look through the eyelet uh the you know little peeper hole and they see um that there is a a basically militarized force that is in the hallway um somehow they must have gotten wind of the fact maybe it was like early in the in the movie the person was watching it during lunch and they mentioned to their friend like wow this could be worth something someday and then we don't realize it but like shortly after they left the friend was encountered by these armed individuals and was like twinkie insurgents yeah like ted's got the twinkie and uh, so he's like oh no i need to hide this like now i need to escape with this twinkie or whatever and so they run to the window and they like open it up and instantly they see all of the city around them is also catching fire and things are going crazy and they they pocket the twinkie and uh because the door gets kicked in behind them and they jump out and they're trying to escape and it's this big action thriller of them like running and hiding and trying to escape the city with the last twinkie um and when they get out to the edge of the city um they realize like civilization is gone and the only thing that's holding it this character's sanity together is the the love of this one twinkie and then they realize that is why the Twinkies are the glue, because 
no matter how rough your day is or how bad things get, you can still rely on that joy of a single Twinkie making your day just a little bit brighter. Um, oh, yes. and, and as they uh, consider this and realize that the world is gone and there's nothing left to live for, uh, they start to raise the Twinkie up to their mouth. And as they touch, as it just crests their lips, uh, you hear a gunshot and it cuts to black and you don't know exactly what happened. Did the person get caught? Uh, did they do something, you know, like what happened? Did they get shot? Did they get caught? Did they get bought? We don't know. Yes, 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 yes. So deep, so true, so deep, mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. Uh, what if this was an elaborate uh, staging by the Twinkie Company like they did before, where they um, claimed that they weren't making Twinkies anymore to bump up the uh, market uh, demand for them, and then brought them back? Um, you know, so all this chaos begins while it while Big Twinkie is just standing there like, <laughs> these fools, they don't know, we'll be right back. Uh, you know, maybe that's an after credit scene. Like this person yeah. reaches up to eat it, gets shot, and falls on, and you know, smushing the Twinkie, and everybody's upset about it or whatever. And then it like fades, and then when it fades in, at there's the, like a big bright billboard that says Twinkies are back. Yeah, exactly. It's Twinkie while, 2.0. While, while, while a guy in a, in a big skyscraper in a suit just looks and he's like, all according to plan. <laughs> That's right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because, you know, um, it's like a, it's a classic uh, abusive relationship, which I would argue is, is what relationship we as humans have with Twinkies. Um, of course. In that they create the problem of which they solve. So, uh, yeah. you know, they, they remove the product and that creates the problem. And then they look like heroes when they bring them back. Um, yeah. You know, just that's keep... What, that's, what they, that, that's what they did like eight years ago. How long was it? Go- I don't remember how long ago that was. You know, it's been it, it's been so long. Uh, I don't really I don't really stick with the news when it comes to the Twinkie uh, supply and demand. I, I only knew because the individual that I was dating at the time, her roommate... Um, got a Twinkie baking kit for Christmas because they're like Twinkies are gone but now you can make your own so I remember that time period wow yeah <laughs> well there you go uh, also also a little weird fact at work there is a TV screen that shows uh, it's got like this little trivia that shows on there mm-hmm. but there's only two questions what company is based out of I think Atlanta Georgia what soda company and the answer is coca-cola and the other is what was twinkies original cream filling flavor banana oh banana (laughs) no it became vanilla because world war ii was banana shortage yes I think I'd like Twinkies more if they're banana filled. I was just gonna say I think that they really missed missed the uh, opportunity to go back to it, but like they have other banana pastries, do they not? I don't know. I don't eat sweet things that much unless they're sour candy. I should bring I should bring Stefan, my friend, onto here, and and ask him. We'll make stories based on snacks because he does food reviews and uh, Mm -hmm. and he's very popular for those reviews and I think that he Mm -hmm. would have a, a great insight. Uh, into the the flavors of 
that, that are available to us nowadays. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, thank you again, Joe. That was awesome. Thank I had you. a lot of fun uh, making it rain on that story. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. Hmm. All right. So this this prompt comes from our good friend Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. You are fantastic. Thanks, Tyler. We love you very much. Um, uh, this is erroneous epiphanies. What does erroneous mean? <laughs> uh, that they are in error. <coughs> Either that or uh, they are sexually active. No, that's wrong. Er- erogenous. It's, a, it's, <laughs> wrong. it's wrong or incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> my, my previous statement was erroneous. Um, <laughs> although I do like the idea of erogenous epiphanies. <laughs> Ideas that make you horny, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like it starts like with a person in a dimly lit room with like a bunch of paper everywhere and like stuff taped up on the walls and everything and like string connecting different things, and they're just frantically moving around through the room. But it's like a like a montage of like multiple times of them just going through and like pointing their finger up in the air, like "Aha! I figured it out." And uh, it goes on for a little bit, and then eventually it comes to just showing this person like shuffling through things, and they're like, "There it is, finally, I understand." <laughs> and like it's, it's um, it's uh, what's his name um, from Final Fantasy, uh, where he just keeps busting in every time you find a new ingredient. Oh yeah, I, f- I figured out a new recipe, man. I, f- I figured out a new recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the guy like figures it all out and then starts putting things into a binder and like, like messily like grabs up a bunch of papers and binders and runs out of the room, and he's running down the street to an office building, and he bursts in and throws it all down on a desk and he's like, "I figured you out." And the person's like, "What?" And he's like, "Look, it all pieces together. You." have been making your hamburgers out of humans. No. And the person's person's like, I'm sorry? He's like, here, look, I have it all laid out before me. And he starts going through the details of it, and like, just just all sounds like madness, obviously. But uh, the guy's like, no, 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 my friend. Come on, I'll show you the factory. I'll show you where it's all processed. So they take a walk around a factory, and he sees all the meats being made and everything. And he's like, so no humans? And he goes, like, no, no humans. He's like, my God, this blows everything I knew away. Mind my whole life, my, ho- my whole life, all this, all this time wasted. So the guy goes back home, sad and defeated. And he's sitting there and just looking down. And as he's sitting, as he's sitting there, he starts remembering. There was a strange room inside that building that the man wouldn't let him look towards. So he makes a plan one night to break into the building and sneak into that room. And he's going through, got his black clothes on and a ski mask on, sneaks in, sneaks past the security guard because this is a very high security Mm -hmm. factory. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> he's slithering through under the the uh, uh, conveyor belts like a snake, just laid on his gut and just slithering, slithering along, not slithering. using his legs or arms. <laughs> he's, he's shivering over there. <laughs> and uh, he gets to that back room that he wasn't allowed to pay attention to, and it's locked. Damn it. I can't open this without making a bunch of noise that will draw attention. So he sits and thinks for a while, and he figures it out. Aha, I have an idea. Uh, he goes in the back, grabs a big cold piece of meat, and he shapes that meat to the best of his ability into a key shape. <laughs> and jams it right up in that lock and twists it, and it works. Oh. Uh-huh. Ooh, meat key. Meat was always the key. <laughs> so he opens the door, and there he sees just a bunch of pictures of cows, uh, happy cows in a field. And as it turns out, this place doesn't slaughter cows. They send them to a rescue and have them taken care of for the rest of their lives, and they're making impossible meat. So here this man thought that they were making human meat. The man told them they were making cow meat so that they could just keep lying to the public so the public would just buy it and they could save money and not lose customers. Mm. But they're doing a they're doing a good thing. They're yeah. protecting the moose. Yeah. And the guy just sits there and looks. And he hangs his head down and leaves. And as he's leaving a security guard catches him. And he's like, What the fuck are you doing here? The guy's like, nothing now. I had an erroneous epiphany. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I was hoping you were just going to leave it at two and then one small clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me, let me hit you with this. The security guard... Ooh stops him and says what are you doing here he says nothing now and he says get the fuck out of here so the guy leaves and when he leaves the security guard looks up at the camera that is also there because it's a redundancy to have multiple people protecting it mm-hmm. and pulls his head off revealing that he is a cow mm. and this facility and is run by cows it's chick-fil-a Oh no! <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Movie over. If it's gonna be Chick Fil A, that shit needs to go in the garbage. <laughs> Fuck those people. I mean, that's where the sequel comes into play: is the guy destroying the facility because he's like, we can't have these sentient, awful cows running this business. I agree. <laughs> I'm dying. I agree. All right. Well, thanks again, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. You did it. Uh, which, uh, I believe brings us to, uh, that most beautiful portion of our episode, the, uh, the advertisements, Um, advertise listener. Have you ever found yourself Mm -hmm. walking through a puddle and, uh, and as you walk through the puddle, the bottom of your pants get wet. Ah, drat. Ah, yes. This is awful. Uh, well, let me introduce to you uh, the, uh, the ankle donut. You don't say. Yeah, ankle donuts. Um, uh, 
are a, a, a crafted material uh, similar to uh, a tarp. What is that called? A um, uh, plastic? That's it, I think. <laughs> um, and that uh, this is um, basically an inner tube that is inflated around your ankle that protects your uh, pant legs um, from getting wet when walking through puddles. Uh, it also looks stylish as hell. You're gonna I was going to say, it's fashionable too. It comes in denim. You are going to look fucking fresh. Yeah, it, it is denim printed <laughs> plastic uh, that you put as, as an ankle. You can get it in camouflage. You can get it in denim. You can get it in skin tones when you're wearing those jorts yeah yes you can absolutely uh these donuts uh go on each of your ankles um and uh word has it that this spring they are coming out with wrist donuts uh so that you can keep your sleeves from getting wet when you wash your hands Ooh. Uh, yeah i know um they come Ooh. they're two inch uh two inch wide uh donuts and um you know, they're, they are a one-size-fits-all. They, they inflate to uh, press against your skin um, or your pants or whatever it is that they are, are protecting. And uh, right now, you can go on and get yourself uh, the ankle donuts. Um, your first pair is free uh, by entering promo code BISCUITDONUT. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah, you get. I I didn't do it. Their ad producers did, I guess. Uh, I gotta it, say, I I'm I'm wearing a pair right now, and uh, I just pissed on them to see what would happen, and that just bounced off. Just it, like water off a duck's donut, it just goes hey. right off of there. Um, yeah, I I haven't gotten mine in the mail yet, um, but I'm really looking forward to it because, uh, you know, the snow's melting out there. Uh, off and on um, as of course global warming continues to make puddles more of a reality in our lives um, and I'm <laughs> oh yeah just wait until the biggest puddle <laughs> is that are you are you referring to the polar ice caps melting yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke I like that one um, so yeah you can get your hands or feet uh, on these uh, these ankle donuts um, hey. and, and potentially wrist donuts. Um, if you sign up through their mailing list, uh, I'll put my ankles you know. in it. Yeah, they'll let you know when those <laughs> are available. Uh, I, I uh, failed to mention the website. Um, that is uh, uh, donutmissthesedonuts.com. Um, uh, there's out. They also bought the domain don't donut eat these donuts. Yes, they have had for, for legal with reasons. That. Yeah, because you can get them in different skins, and some of them. Um, they look just like real donuts. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they, they did run into some trouble there at some point. But, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, this is an invaluable product. You have to, uh, in, in that it has You're no value. Want it. Um, so yeah. you should absolutely get at least the first free pair uh, by putting the uh, Biscuit Donut coupon code in at checkout. Yes. Ankle donuts. Ankle donuts. N- never let your pants get wet again. Never let your pants be dreams. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what's, what is our second sponsor for this episode? Uh, the second one uh, comes to us from... Um, hold on, let me find the paper here. Uh, uh, Big Barney's House of... Uh, 
pasta. Uh, Big Barney's House of Pasta. It, uh, you know, for when you're having your hungers, you go in there, you take your seat at your table, and uh, you, you make your order, and you will not be disappointed. Uh, the whole building is just one big warehouse where you see shelves and shelves and shelves of uh, wooden crates. And you make your order. The, the, the person who you make your order to is driving a tow motor, so they'll pull up next to you. It's an it's a easy system, but it's a little bit complicated, so everyone's telling you need an explanation. Yeah. But you make your order to them, and they'll take that tow motor and go get one of those crates and bring it down. Let's not, let's not say a complicated system. It's more of a unique system. It's not. Yeah. They yeah. are they are on the cutting edge of pasta facilities. So. Yeah. So that they they crack that crate open and there's your pasta, warm and waiting. Uh, the packaging, uh, like the straw and stuff that's in there, just adds to the flavor. Uh, and, the, and the fiber. You know, some of them have packing peanuts, but mm, those things absorb so much of the sauce. It's like biting into just a bubble of moisture. You're going to love it. Um, That's so appetizing. (laughs) (laughs) Just bite this bubble of moisture, would you? Uh, Big Barney's... What was his name? Big Barney. Funny (laughs) Barney. Uh, His his pasta plateau is something you're going to want day in and day out. And, I mean, you get to take the crate home. They'll strap it to the top of your car. Uh... They do weigh about 3,000 pounds, so there's a good chance the top of your car will collapse unless you've reinforced it with Mega uh, Rigatoni. That's a a special offer at Barney's. Uh, Thick, just powerful pieces of Rigatoni (laughs) that you you lay across the top of your car, and it will support that 3,000 pounds of the crate. So you don't have to worry about anything. They got you covered on all ends. Yeah, interesting story. Um, Amber and I, when we got married, um, we we signed up for the the just married deal um, because obviously uh, Big Barney's catered our wedding, and uh, mm. it was well, delicious. It, it oh. was. Yeah, oh, man, I tell you what, they had to put those uh, the mega rigatoni on the ground and just roll me on them because I was just so full. Uh, but, don't want to dent the earth. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, but what they ended up doing, it was really cool. They're such they're a family run business, um, and family is is key family. to what they do. Yeah, and uh, they basically tied three of those crates to the ba- uh, bumper of our car. Uh, they wrote "Just Married" in spaghetti sauce on the back mm. of our window, and uh, we drove away. We did lose our bumper, um, and your back seat, and and about basically the back, back half, half of your of car. The car. Yeah, um, but. Uh, man, what a what a loving gesture by Big Barney's, mm. um, and mm. and that is the type of product and and company that needs to be supported uh, during yeah. these difficult times. Is the one that goes the extra mile, um, and uh, and gives you the extra meatballs. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. You can be. You can. You can live inside those meatballs. Yeah, that was. Oh, you know what? Um, so going back to our wedding. Uh, instead of a cake, we did get the meatball cake, uh, which was essentially just a giant meatball. And when you cut into it, the pasta was inside of it. Oh, um, and you know, by the end of the night, I was wearing half that meatball on my head. Yes. And then we have, uh, we'll post the pictures later. Uh, Amber did take a fistful of spaghetti and smush it in my face. And, um, I did choke quite a bit. 
Uh, yeah. But it we, I, great we, we had to we had to do the uh, Heimlich maneuver on multiple attendants at the wedding. Yeah, but it was worth it because that spaghetti came out and they put it right back in. Yeah. Yes, they put it in me. They put it in the meatball, and they'll put it in you if you go to mm. uh, Big Barney's uh, restaurant um, down on eight forty eight. The Pasta Plateau. The pla- yeah Pasta Plateau. It's uh, off of Route eight forty eight. Um, uh, let, let the uh, their uh, their tagline uh, Big Barney's Pasta Plateau. Let them put it in you. Yeah, and they will. <laughs> they absolutely will. <laughs> It's not. It's not just a motto. It's a creed that they live by. <laughs> it's what they do. <laughs> you know, you, you you do what you're best at, and, and you you play to your strengths, and you'll never lose. You know what I mean? That's just life. <laughs> so, uh, thank you to the Ankle Donuts and to Big Barney's Pasta Plateau. Um, we we you do- make this all possible. Yeah, you all you make this all possible. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know that, that's how we get this money. If uh, I could, I would I would have dove out my window right after you said that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and started running to Big Barney's. <laughs> oh goodness! Just all hear right. a glass shatter and then scampering of me running down the road. <laughs> Scamper of me. <laughs> that's a scamper of me <laughs> uh, and uh so let's go ahead and take a listen to what some of our other podcasting friends are uh, i would absolutely love that so good morning and welcome to breakfast at stevenies i'm uh, your to- well, hey hey what this isn't breakfast at stevenies yes it is no it's not it's an ad for breakfast at stevenies you goofball oh Corner pocket. Goofball corner I'm pocket. I'm your toast, Vinnie Mac. And sitting across from me is Sir Steve. <laughs> and I'm Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Hi. Join us every Monday morning for breakfast, life, and some jokes. <clears throat> Search us on all your major streaming platforms, Breakfast at Stevenies. We'll see you for breakfast. I love you. Get your butter breaded. Bye. 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 And we're back. That was good. Oh, they said it so right. They said all the words with their mouths. Exactly what needed to be said. It was heard, and it was understood, and And it it was was vocal. And it was good. It was goddamn good. I'm going to say it was fucking great. It was good, right? It was really fucking good. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, let's go ahead and do what we always do. Let's pick one oh. together. Oh. Oh. Yeah? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me think. Oh. Let me think. Oh. All right, let me think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 All right. I'm ready with mine. Are you ready with yours? Me too. Okay. We're going to count to three, and then where we would say four, we're going to say the words. You said this, and you that's the first time you said that in a sensical way. Yeah, you're welcome. 
<laughs> hey, listen, I, I am capable of growth <laughs> and change. I am. You have, you have a story arc. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is my story arc of character development. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> I almost forgot which one I was going to do. Yeah. Okay. I hope you're Maybe ready. with them numbers. All right. One. And, the, and then the number that comes after three is the one we're doing. That's right. <laughs> ready? One, two, three. Monkey Rampage. Jello pudding in my shoes. Oh. Okay. The fuck so we don't love each other this week. Have we ever? I love you every day of the week. Any day that ends in Y, right? Hey. Okay. What about, what, what about Thundu? <laughs> <laughs> it's Morndas today. And, why, uh, why, don't, why don't you love me on Thundu? Love me on Thundu. What did you say? It's not important. What is important is that we say what you said. Jello pudding in your shoes. I said monkey rampage. Where is that? I don't see that. It's a submission from our good friend Robin. <clears throat> oh yeah, 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 yeah. See, I th- I thought that we had done all of those. Well, that is because your brain is high on big Love. Barney big Barney's meatballs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, he do be injecting stuff in those. And I'm not upset about it. You know what? Before we do that, I do want to. I want to take a quick second just to thank uh, Amber, my lovely wife, for just coming in and handing me a bowl of pierogies. Oh my god! <laughs> that are is they, true are, love. Are they baked? Um, they look like they're boiled, um, and then fried that. with uh, what appears to be cabbage. Oh, fried. They fried though. Yeah. Like like that's, they look like they were parboiled and then maybe fried yeah, with cabbage. Yeah, that's that's my jam. I I like, I, I hate just dealing with the oil, so I'll use just put some butter on them and bake them for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. and then you get that. When well, you let's bite see. It. Let's see what I get out of this. Hold on a second. Instead of biting it and feeling like a wet frog. Mmm. 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 Oh man. Mmm. This guy's jamming on it. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. I got one more. Hold on. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Well, that's dangerous. I got to put those to the side. Mmm. All right. So, let's dig into this and get done with this so I can dig into these. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. We can do this. I think we can. All right, so you just want to go with Monkey Rampage so we can have uh, three of our submitters. Yeah, that's a great uh, idea. Represented this evening. Yeah, and also I, I really like the idea of talking about monkeys again because the last time we talked about monkeys yeah. was the Monkey Dojo, uh, yeah, Ninja Monkey, Monkey Dojo. Dojo, which was really really good. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have cabbage yeah. in my teeth, so why don't you start us off? Is that a no? I'm thinking. I'm whistling and thinking. Oh, I couldn't hear the whistle because Discord doesn't love us. Monkey 
Rampage. All right, so we're going to do the movie Rampage, but it's going to be better. And instead of... I didn't see the original, or the, the movie, the, the Rampage movie that came out, you know, based on the game, but wasn't with, because... With my man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah, but from, from what I understood, they bastardized the whole idea of Rampage. Um, but it's all monkeys. Giant friggin' monkeys. Uh, where they come from, where they go, where they come from, Cotton Eye Joe, nobody knows. They're just big monkeys that bustle in a town one day, and they start smashing the house down they destroy everything it's an absolute rampage if you will um fire in the streets people running and screaming uh the military is just shooting rockets at them but they're not doing anything the monkeys are just catching them eating them and belching fire on everybody uh it's pandemonium baby um, there are pandas in this too Ooh, just you wait uh so Monkeys are gone wild, and scientists and everyone are like, what do we do? What do we do to get rid of these giant monkeys? Um, and they think, hmm, what is a good enemy of a monkey? And then they think back to uh, Kung Fu Panda. And they think, well, from the one time that I saw that movie, I think they fought a monkey. And so they make giant pandas. How do they make them? Lasers. <laughs> they put a they put a gem in front of a laser and it makes them big. <laughs> yeah, Rita Repulsa throws her staff down and yeah, uh, make my and... panda growl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they send the pandas out to the city, and the battle begins. Yeah, but the battle is distracted because. Uh, the pandas don't really care about the big monkeys. They just want to eat all of the the trees, um, which I'm pretty sure they only eat one tree, right? You're on my wavelength. Yeah, they only eat bamboo. Yeah. Um, so uh, what they do is um, they they try to convince that the the pandas to fight the monkeys because they are bamboons, mm-hmm. not not baboons. Um, and apparently they can't reason with the pandas, uh, to, to get them to do that. They seem really distracted. Of course, the monkeys are still rampaging and the monkeys don't like the pandas. And so, uh, at first it's a little bit slow, uh, and gradual, but you know, you know, them pandas though. You Uh, know them pandas. Yeah. As soon as, uh, as soon as the, the monkeys begin, um, you know, dancing and, and ducking and dodging and diving and weaving and bopping these pandas, uh, all shit hits the fan. The pandas go crazy and they start fighting, which is great at first. And they think, all right, this is it. They're finally going to run these out. But what ends up happening, of course, is it is an increased amount of damage. Uh, the pandas yeah. are, uh, the way that they fight is very, um, environmental. They, they pick and, buildings and, up to hit them and, with it. You know, they got them chunky aethids. So every time they fall back, they're smashing a lot of content. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, And, yeah, so you've got, like, just, like, a lot of... And this might be somebody's thing, you know? Um, But they get to see a lot of, like, pandas sitting on buildings. Which, like, come to think of it, is probably something that people... Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's videos out there of, like, a person in a panda suit sitting on balloons. Not that I would know. 
Yeah, it's certainly not. In your, it's not in your uh, hard drive right now in a, in a hidden folder. I don't, I don't have a folder called uh, Panda Do Funny. Don't look there. No, no, no. <laughs> Panda Do Funny? <laughs> oh, that's stupid. And I hate it. And I love it, but I hate it. And I love okay. it. Okay, cool. Um. Uh... So, yes, um, so Panda do funny on these buildings and, mm-hmm. um, and Monkey do funny on the Panda. And so they are uh, just, you know, bashing and rashing across the city, uh, destroying things. And it quickly becomes more of a problem than a solution. Uh, because even though, yes, they are fighting each other, it doesn't seem to be that anybody is, is gaining ground, nor does it stop any of this demolition. So... They decide to make the panda's natural enemy into a giant as well. Yeah, they haven't learned from their mistakes. And what the natural enemy? Um, the natural enemy of a panda is a human. Oh my god. So they make Big Boy. Oh my god. And lo and behold, it is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. They make <gasps> him into a giant. And now we basically have introduced uh, an opportunity to visually uh, depict Dwayne the Rock Johnson giving the rock bottom to a panda bear. I was going to say. I was going to say. And a giant monkey simultaneously. Oh my God, the Brahma bull is running wild. (laughs) (laughs) And and so, uh, of course, he grows to exponential proportions. He gives you the world's largest people's eyebrow. Uh, then, then he gives when he when he when he raises the eyebrow. There's just a wave of wind that washes over and flattens the whole city. Yeah, no, he raises his eyebrow, and the people standing around by his feet get lifted into the air by like ten feet, <laughs> and then they just fall back down to the ground every time he does it. Like this, this vortex of wind is created. It's just and, a vacuum that he creates. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's running. He's using. Uh, power lines as turnbuckles he's uh or you know as the ropes or whatever he's climbing up on buildings and and doing like flying splash attacks off, off the top rope yeah he's My he is God. going to town and what they realize now is that this is even bigger of a problem than than anything else because the only platform that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has not overcome is giant wrestling because he's done everything else. Yeah, right? so now he wants to be the champion. He wants he, to, he needs to be the giant people's champion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he is just, he won't stop. You can't stop The Rock. He's uh, doing what he does. So after he defeats, because of course, he's just going to wipe the floor with these monkeys and pandas. And they're just going to go home <laughs> with their tails tucked between their legs. Sure. And he's, he's just sitting there. Sit, like just sitting on a mountaintop, just dwarfing the mountain, staring down at everybody, just giving the meanest promo ever about how you can beat anyone, anywhere, anytime. And uh, the wind of his breath and the audio of him just shouting is just washing over the planet multiple he times sit, in a row. He sits on the mountaintop, and then you just hear from the distance, uh, every morning you wake up to, Can you smell? <laughs> <laughs> that's what wakes so, everybody up so, every so day. The, so the people were like, well, 
he wants competition. We have to give him competition. Uh, what's a more terrifying competition than mankind? So they begin creating a giant cage, and they increase the size of one Mick Foley to monstrous proportions. And they say, you guys will settle this. We will decide the giant people's champion in a cage match. Hell in the cell. <laughs> so they're going to town, just beating each other. Um, does, uh, mankind get, does mankind get the sock off? Of course he's got giant Mr. Socko. He shoves it down that throat. There's giant <laughs> trees that have been stripped down into uh, thumbtacks. So they're just laying all around and they're sticking all in their bodies. And they're just beating each other. They're up on top of the giant cage. And the rock, rock bottoms mankind off the cage. They smack the ground, but they keep going. They cut through straight to the core, pop out on the other side of the planet. And the whole planet just starts, like, erupting. Volcano, lava everywhere, earthquakes, tornadoes, everything is just happening. The whole planet's falling apart, but they're still going and just beating each other down. And all of a sudden, the just light around the entire world goes dark. And then and you hear the bell. And you hear one announcer scream, Oh my god, it's The Undertaker! <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 He's back, boy! He's and then, out and then of it, retirement again! <laughs> and then it just cuts. That's the end. Oh god. Who won? Uh I mean, no one won because they destroyed the entire planet. I would say that the people won because if I got to watch a match that stacked right now, like straight out of the Attitude Era, I would absolutely oh my lose God. my shit. <laughs> I mean, grand scale aside, if it was just those three in a in a cage match, I would and monkeys and pandas. <laughs> I would pay so much damn money for that. It's just the battle royale. It's the monkeys versus pandas. It's it's the Royal Rumble, but it starts with monkeys, and then in comes the pandas, and then the rock, and then mankind, and then the Undertaker. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! Oh, my heart can't a, take it. That's so that's, good. That took a different kind of turn, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well thank you robin for submitting monkey rampage um, thank you very I, much normally i apologize for what we make but like that's so I, damn good I, I feel warm i feel like jumping off my bed and just throwing an elbow down on a pillow i think i'm going to after we're done on here i think i'm going to download the uh intro music like that CD we used to have when we were kids and yeah, fight on yeah. the mattress all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna download that um, and and listen to yeah. all of the intro um, music. So well, before you listen to music, you gotta set the stage right by listening to the WrestleMania theme song. Uh, I will link in the Discord because it is the most bopping '80s, just feel good song ever. Sure, bring it to me. Song. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll give you the one where they're singing it. There's yeah, give, yeah, 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 yeah. And and listeners, we'll probably post that on our social media so that you can also be involved because that is that is what life is about, right? So yeah, sharing and the wrestling. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> Attitude Era, dude. We, 
I miss it so much. <laughs> I have not kept up with anything um, no. wrestling for for quite a while, but I absolutely do miss it. So no, they keep they keep saying like, oh, this old person from the nineties is coming back, and then I like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then I remember they're fifty, and I'm like, no. No. But uh, AEW, they they have had some good matches. They got they're they're doing things like uh, Attitude Era. They're doing some intense matches that were really good. Mm. Like Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is, uh, he's a dude that's like obsessed with video games and he lives in Japan and stuff. And uh, like he, all of his moves are named after um, video game. Sure, he's got things. the Hadouken. I'm sure. Uh, he does the one winged angel, and he's got V trigger and like. Uh, he comes out he comes out like cosplaying as like different characters and like he actually uh presented some stuff for capcom at one of their most recent uh conferences nice it's it's uh, you got some good good young folks there's also the the one dude uh from wwe that's part of uh g4 now i can't remember his name he's part of the, the new day or something no <laughs> There's the the new day. They dressed up like Saiyans one time. All right. While they were wrestling. <laughs> they, wait, they dressed up while they were wrestling? Yeah, they had Saiyan armor on. Like before they came <laughs> in, or they put it on while they were. Fighting? No, they they before they came in. And oh, okay. Like, like they, they, I saw a video where they were talking about like usually when they would go and like present some sort of crazy costume idea at events, he would be like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Just do it." And they were like, as we were walking out in our Saiyan armor and Vince was there, he just kind of gave us a look like he had no idea what was happening. <laughs> when does he ever, though, if I'm being honest? <laughs> I mean, uh, for, a while he, for a while he did, but now he's just like 80 and confused. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mood, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's get let's clean up some of this housekeeping here. Um, thank you to uh, all of you who submitted prompts. Um, if you are interested in sending your one to five word prompts that we will turn into movies, you can send those, uh, as yeah. well as your stories, your artwork, your videos, all of the things that you may or may not be inspired to create because of this oh, podcast yeah. uh, to biscuitdoughradio at gmail dot com. Damn right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be the hype man. Okay, I, I guess I'll carry us on our back. Uh, our collective back. Uh, check out our social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Damn, uh, that's we, good. We don't have a specific Twitter for this podcast, but oh um, if you search God. the hashtag Biscuit Dough Radio, uh, you will see all the posts Can that we make on that? our personals, and uh, that will give you it's uh, so good. A, a decent insight into who we are as people. I um, love it. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love refrigerators. I love refrigerators. The ultimate. Is this distracting man. you? <laughs> uh, uh, I'd like to also thank Imposters for the use of our theme song "Sailor" off of their album "Someone, Sometime, Somewhere." You can find that on Bandcamp, uh, and I will post a link to that in the episode description so that you can find it and you can buy it. You can buy it for your friends, and you can buy it for your enemies, and you can buy it for your strangers, and you can buy, buy it for, it for your, your neighbors. Oh. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then two last things to ask of you. Um, ask. Because, yes, we we come humbly to. Uh, oh, you know you... I come humbly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I was just going to say we're on our knees, but you took that energy to a different level. And I don't want to say it anymore. Uh, if you could do us a favor, uh, rate and review our podcast on whatever podcatcher yes. that you're using. Uh, Tell us we'll we help. suck. Tell us we're good. Tell us we, okay, whatever. We'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, because... We, we grow from your words. Yeah. I mean, e- even if you don't mean it, that just also say something, say something gro- good about us. We grow from your words kind of sounds dirty, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> but, uh, you know, doing so, rating and reviewing us on your podcatcher will make it easier for people to see us. It'll move us up the, the ladder of visibility mm-hmm. in the podcatchers. Uh, but you can also, if you're not interested in doing something like that, but you still enjoy listening to us, um, you can support us by clicking the support tab on our anchor.fm slash biscuit dough radio. Oh, and... Yeah. Uh, pledging a certain amount of money per month to help fund this project because um, it was not cheap to set these things up and we still have a need to buy equipment and uh, we're looking to do this more often and more frequently mm-hmm. and if we can um, you know turn this into something that uh, is supported by you I mean beyond the fact that yes you're giving us money and that's useful it also tells us that it's worth putting more time into um so by doing that you prove to us that it's meaningful to you and that's really the reason we do it you know anything you give gives back to this and makes it only better so yes 100 percent of what you give us will be going for equipment first uh we're going to be shooting some films which are going to require some um props and some development and you know we're going to probably have to bring a few people in to help us with the parts that we're not so good at um to make the videos great and uh who knows i mean the future is not written in stone i mean we may end up turning this into something where we do some live shows or we it's written in mayonnaise yeah (laughs) okay You're still bringing a lot of sexual energy to this, and even the way you said mayonnaise just kind of hit me the wrong way. Um, that, was, that wasn't my intention. I was just thinking about something weird that the future would be written in. And yeah. uh, ma- mayonnaise, it's malleable. You can change it. It's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can just wipe the mayonnaise down and start over. Oh, God, dude, stop. <laughs> wipe the mayonnaise down? <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with your sexual energy. Uh, Anyway. brimming. Oh, God. (laughs) The worst word you could have used. I'm brimming. (laughs) Please. Please, if you still love us after that, please consider (laughs) supporting us by donating your your precious monies to us so we can do this more often and um and maybe even afford chris some health care so he can stop taking yeah. off for getting I'm, sick yeah yeah i don't want to get sick anymore i don't like it uh let me spin it differently if you don't give us money you are the reason that chris gets sick all the time i'm gonna die <laughs> how do you feel about that listener <laughs> I have a bad you immunity. Chris. I have bad immunities, and I'm gonna die. Oh, God. Ugh, and, and my appendix might be hurting sometimes. It might be. It's all getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again for listening. <coughs> thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for thank- letting me brim with you. Yes. Thank you to my wife for these awesome pierogies I'm about to consume. 
And uh, uh, that's what's our a, sign that, off? You just did a prayer right there. Thank you to my <laughs> wife for these progies for which I am about to consume. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, Amber, please bless this meal to the health of my body and this fellowship to the health of my soul. <laughs> uh, uh, brim within boundaries. Brim within boundaries. And, uh, mm-hmm. and um, don't, don't open it up on boys. Don't do it. Um, Bye. Bye. Yeah.